Hey, yo, you got the RZA, a.k.a. Bobby Stills, a.k.a. the RZA Rector, a.k.a. the Abbott, a.k.a. Prince Dynamite, a.k.a. Ruler Zig Zag Zig Law in the building right now, late night with Peter Rosenberg doing what we do. Bong, Wu-Tang forever. The saga continues. Ebro in the morning, beautiful Laura Styles, Rosenberg's here. Yo, what's today's math? Mathematics, where we at? Today's math is knowledge, knowledge, all being born of wisdom. Okay, I respect that. Wu Tang. Wu Tang, Wu Tang. Um Rizza, I I could I'm gonna get we're gonna get to you dressed as police. Is that what I'm saying there? Please. (laughs) 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 I'm gonna get to that. I'm sure there's something to that. But uh, mathematics is Wu Tang project that's out. Um, this is your project, yes? Yeah, basically, it's my project. Tell me what that means for um, us, for the fans. Well, basically, you know, I did the whole album, um, beginning to ending. Um, you Pro- know, production. Yeah, production. Yep. Yeah, production. I did, you know, as far as putting the whole thing together, it was, like, really my baby. Um, it was overseen by the Abbott. It's like, um, basically, I had got it. Got The guy came to me, like, when we was doing A Better Tomorrow. And um, he heard my production at that time, and he was like, yo, God, you, you know, he, he let me know that I was definitely getting better with the craft. So he was asking, you know, he, he basically presented like, yo, why don't you do the, do the Wu-Tang album? So at the time, I was feeling like, mm, uh, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and then, you know, you know, you know how it is, you know, just knowing everybody and everybody different direction. And I was like, nah, you know, I mean, that's, that's a heavy crown to hold right there. So basically, you know, we just kept working doing what we was doing. So um, as I'm working, I'm putting together um, this music, you know, I, you know, basically it just became what it is. I wouldn't have seen an Abbott like, yo, this is what I got right here. Like, check this out, you know, and I, I wanted I wanted really to get his insight and what I needed to do to really perfect it. So I remember I went to the guard lab, played him the joint, right? Um, you know, he sat there, he listened, he, he broke out the pen in the, in the pad. So I'm like, damn, I'm about to get a whole bunch of <laughs> mad comments, you know what I mean? So, you know, I, I would peep over at the guard. I seem like, you know, scrambling, you know, doing this little thing. So I'm like, all right, I'm just zoning out to the music, though. But when it was over and the guard handed me the list, it was a lot shorter than what I thought it uh, was going to be. Yeah. And he was like, yo, and then when I'm looking at it, and, and it was a blessing because sometimes, I ain't going to say sometimes, but, you know, like mathematics is the simplicity of it. So it was like the little things that he gave me that really, really molded and scoped what this album really became. At, at, at that point, was there already, uh, it was, was it already fully covered in terms of lyrics? Like the, it had already been performed by everyone? Or did you guys, did, did it I get put together to after? There's yeah, more no, to I had more to go. Okay. Yeah, I had more to go. That was probably well, like a, not to jump in there, but that was probably like, then eight months later, it was finally complete. You know what I mean? So, so, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm like, I sit there and be like, song one, that was dope. Or maybe that should have been a hook or repeated or this is that. Or just finding those elements. I kind of specialize in editing. You know what I mean? And so after that process, then, then Matt, when he had it, still needed a few more verses. You know what I mean? Like a few more vibes. Like one of your last songs was um, Only One, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when he, when he pulled that out, the woodworks, you know what I mean? Uh, the track, Ghost verse on there was was ill. Cap was ill, but Cap was kind of very aggressive <laughs> right after Ghost. You know what yeah. I mean? It was like, hold on, you can't just jump in the bed like that. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> so then it was like, yo, let's maybe put something in between that, balance it back down, and bring it up. So, so just the um, the orchestration, the uh, arrangements. That's your specialty these days. That's what, how you. That's where you apply most of your your knowledge base and coming in and finalizing and creating the sound. Yeah, it's been it's been like that for a while. Like ever since once we finished Supreme Clientele, 
a lot of the brothers that do their music, you know what I mean, and come to me. You know, Jamel Arif also bought the album to me, played it to me, let me knowledge it, I hear it. I'm like, yo, yeah. With that one right there, you could actually change that right there and add that to it, you know what I mean? Maybe if you skit in right here. Like, I'm very good at that overall scene. I guess it's like, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm like an editor, you know what I mean? Tell everyone the name of the album again. Is it out, It's out this Friday? This Friday. Yeah, Wu-Tang the Saga Continues. Wu-Tang and, the Saga Continues. And is, like, is, is everybody... Wu-Tang. Is everybody on it? Who's who's on it in total? You got, like, everyone's represented? Um, you going to expect a deck. Like Quan, uh, obviously. Ray Ghost. Meth, Killer Priest. Uh, yeah, Ghost. Red Man is on the joint, people say. We've yeah, been playing yeah. that in the morning. Um, Street Life is on it. Street Life, uh-oh. Street Life on it, yep. Um, Jizza's on it. Rizza. Just in case. Oh, Rizza's on it. I popped Rizza's up. Rizza's on it okay. several times. The Resurrector popped up real quick. This is Did I leave anybody out? Yeah, yeah um, you might have you might have left somebody out there. Not not that you left them out, but it might be somebody. There's, there's, there's a lot of people. Ain't on there. I'm, I'm trying to look at what they're showing me here on the phone. It don't it don't all come up. And Matt, you've been the who's uh you've been DJing Wu Tang shows for a long time. Oh yeah. Um, and do you DJ solo shows as well? Like, do you kind of jump on with a lot of people on tour? Um, I used to, but then it's like um at a point it just got too crazy. So like um if it's not Wu Tang, I'm out with Meth or I'm out with Red and Meth. And then if a brother, you know, is in need and he calls me, you know, I'm there. Jump out there, too. Yeah. You know, Rizzo, you came in today with um, some sort of police uniform. <laughs> I was perplexed. I walked in the room. I was like, so what's going on here? Yeah. And uh, we started to build. Exactly. On, uh, on upholding the law, the community, and what's being lost today in a lot of the activism and protests. Would you like to expound on that, sir? Well, guaranteed. It's like, you know... I feel like it's also, you know, it's our duty also to serve and protect our communities. You know, also to, you know, police the police sometimes. You know what I mean? You know, mathematics taught us that things must add up and be correct. So positive education always correct errors. And we see there's a lot of errors going on inside of our communities with uh with the communication between uh, you know, law uh law officials and all that. So I'm taking it upon myself to serve my community and to add that energy of correcting the errors. And if that comes by building, by representing, by catching some young brothers and giving them a chance to divert that energy to positive energy, that's what I'm about, yo. Um, we, we went on to talk about even uh, Moss Number 7, oh. Uptown Harlem. We was building on it. And um, people may or may not know the story after uh, Martin Luther King Jr. was shot. And right before that, there was a lot of riots going on. Yeah, a lot of riots all over the country. And the guards and earths in New York City, led by the father of law, he actually stopped the riots from happening in Harlem. Because when he gave these young brothers knowledge of self, after leaving the mosque, um, Malcolm X is already gone. This man is in the streets teaching the youth that it's up to us to uphold our community. Look, uphold our country. He was a man that served time in the military. So he had a military mind of thinking. And he, he believed that, yo, that when you civilize and civilization, that, that goes to all the human families. And, and if you are taking this knowledge upon yourself, it's your duty to uphold your community. You can't wait for an outside force to come in. And if an outside force is coming in and they're not doing it correctly, then you still got to do it because justice is going to be that reward or penalty for your acts or deeds. So the father did that. So when you see the guards and earths, a lot of people had one point turned it to it was some kind of uh, 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 a hate group or things of that nature. Nah, 
These are, this is dealing with the knowledge of yourself, to know, look, listen, observe, and respect. And when he had that energy in Harlem, he stopped the riots from happening. Mayor Lindsay came down, uh, blessed them with a school to bring the brothers into so they could uh, hold their parliaments and their rallies. He also gave them a street academy. Uh, at once, it was I think it was owned by Urban League. But the father took it, put the young brothers in there, and started spreading this knowledge of self. And this same knowledge of self, right, has continued to grow. It's inspired hip-hop. It's inspired culture. It, it actually, uh, you know, I had a talk with Minister Farrakhan about this because I said, you know, I talked to him about the people that left, you know what I mean, like Malcolm X. And how did it, I said, what did you, what did you think about what the father did by leaving? And he said, you know, at the time, because of their traditions and everything, it was, uh, you know, they didn't see it as a good thing. But the results of his work is evident that it was a good thing. And sometimes we don't see that small things that start small grow into big things. It's like it's a seed that grows into a tree. So right now, if you take look at the brother, you know, who took the who took that first knee, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, you look at him. He took his first knee, and now it's spreading. You know what I mean? And it's, and it's spreading in a in a in a in a in a peaceful way. Look, for us to even say that it's a problem to to take a knee, a knee is actually a, a humility, right. humble. Yeah, if you're getting on your knees, kid, that's humility right there. So it ain't like they jumping up like. You know what I mean? Or middle finger in. Yeah, nah, nah. I'd be like, yo, you're gonna, you're gonna sit, you're gonna take a knee on this one right here. You know what I mean? And, sh and show our expression. And and look, those and those who are against it, yeah, they got the right to be against it too. You know what I mean? But knowledge by by building, right, and and adding knowledge and getting to wisdom and getting a clear understanding, then we all can see what's really real for, uh, between each other. That's why I always say positive education always correct errors. And if you're not educated about something. You're going to be walking around confused. Peace, that's peace when I say that, right? P-E-A-C. And peace is the absence of confusion. Are you surprised at just how crazy things have gotten? Um, or does, like, the, the things you've studied and, and, and the knowledge you have make you not surprised that we're living in these crazed times right now? I'm not surprised, to be totally clear with you. Like, I'm not surprised in the sense that I'm not surprised what happened when the lack of knowledge grows. You know what I mean? If you don't, if it's like at one point, you know, at one point hip hop was the voice of information, of knowledge. It, at least it inspired you to go and take a look and take a second look. You know, I'm glad, you know, yesterday on the BET, you see Eminem gets up and he speaks his piece, yo. And it, several, and you know, by the way, Eminem, because he's Eminem, is getting the marquee banner, but I think. You know, Buster Rhymes has some yeah. spit some things that got overlooked. My son from Uptown, he's been doing work. You know, right. but obviously Eminem is Eminem, so that's going to be a thing. But there are many people in hip hop that have had something to say. Yeah, Useful and, and now and now this now we now we getting a chance to hear it. But we went years without none of it. Yes. So you got so many years of let's just say of 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 of, of smoke or cloud. You got to wait for that smoke to clear. And I guess in the '90s you had it was more clarity being pushed out. So, so I think that um, I'm not surprised by it, bro. And I, but I, but I, but I think that like everything, like right before birth, there's that pain of labor. You know what I mean? And and you you don't think you're gonna make it. Like the the pain is so intense. But then that new birth comes and life changes. And I think we may be at that point. I think so too. And I think we've lost sight of it because things have gotten so bad. Because right when the election happened, 
we started trying to get our hopes up, make ourselves feel better by saying this is that pain before the, the sun. But we didn't know where the bottom was. We didn't know where the bottom <laughs> was. And that gets hard. So when it keeps going lower and now we're seeing the racial division in this country seemingly get even worse. Seemingly it's getting worse. But Rizzi, to your point, it's really just in the surface because up till now, you know, Barack, having President Obama in office in some ways was an amazing blessing and in another way was very misleading because it made us believe that we were much more healed than we actually were. And now I think we're being forced to see who we really are and hopefully we come out of it better at the end. Check this out, bro, right? At the end of the day, let's just talk to Americans for a minute. It's only 300 million Americans, bro. If you take that 300 million and you pit it against the 7 billion, 700 million non-Americans, it's a small amount of us. Now for us to divide ourselves again, you know what I mean? And keep subdividing ourselves is foolish because the way we grow up here, the way we, yo, the way you would just walk right down the street and see that food truck, you know what I mean? Or see the steam coming out of your, out of your city or, or, or just this whole country, yo, is different. I travel the world and it's only 300 million people that really got this physical experience of it. The experience of walking right out and seeing multiple people in a, within one Minute, you can see multiple races, religions, and cultures in one minute. A lot of countries don't have that. We are very unique. And for us not to realize that it's our diversity and uniqueness that makes us special. You know what I mean? And we, that makes the world want to look up to us. Yeah. That's what people look up to us. Yeah. And so we're deluding ourselves to be like, yo, it's nothing you see around you, bro. You got that light bulb right there? Oh, Con Edison? Yeah, but he had that black dude right beside him, kid. Who is Vladimir. You know what I mean? It's, it's nothing you're going to see around you that you didn't see, though. Uh, get on the train? Yeah, the Asian brothers put some work on that, bro. You know what I mean? You're not going to find nothing here that somebody else didn't put work in. Oh, California? That was all the, the Latin brothers, bro. You're not going to find nothing here. Or Native American. Oh, oh man. they The Verrazano Bridge and the, a lot of these bridges, they, they, they had rope bridges. They the ones that put the idea that let's cross over here and put suspended bridges. They, they, they already had mapped out this place, yo. It's 500 nations here that already was like, no, nah, that's the best way to get to so-and-so. So for us to sit here and, and then fight amongst ourselves, Dirty said it Dirty said it before he passed away, and, and Mathematics found the uh, skit, and it's on the Wu-Tang, the Saga Continues Ooh. album. And he said, um, so I said, or do you want to find out yourself? No, I spit that. Give us a taste. Now, nah, what he said, he said, yo, I'm going to tell y'all what they're going to try to do. The system, he's like, they're going to try to pit whites against blacks so we can fight, our, fight, fight, fight each other off. He said, but it ain't going to work because we're already having too much fun. You know what I mean? And so the idea, he already felt like something was going to come to make us just be against each other. There's no reason for us to be against each other, yo, in all reality, because once you got knowledge, you know that there's a level of what? Respect. Yo, I respect what you do, yo. You know what I'm saying? Every law operates under another law. Let me just take one minute to say this, right? So what the father was able to do was, through his teachings, he was able to bring out the mathematics and I think one of the most important lessons, which is called the 12 jewels. And those are knowledge, wisdom, understanding, freedom, justice, equality, food, clothing, shelter, love, peace, and happiness. So a man must first get knowledge, wisdom, understanding. Once you got that, then you could go for your freedom. But freedom must operate under the law of justice. I'm free to smack you in the face, right? But well, now justice comes in. That's, that's the reward or penalty for my acts or deeds. So that keeps everybody at equality. 
Because what? All men are created equal until you do something to break that equilibrium. Now, once you establish that, then what do, what do a man need to strive for? His food. Of course, food for thought and physical food. His clothing. Of course, clothing the, the, for clothing, but a cloak of righteousness as well. And his shelter. A shelter to live in and a shelter to protect itself from, from negative things in his atmosphere. And once you got that, what's left? Love. But what's love without peace? And what's love and peace without happiness? And happiness is total, complete satisfaction with yourself. Wu-Tang. I'm so glad Riz was here. Wu-Tang. Can I just say that while we have a moment after you just said those awesome words? Like, seriously. And math, I'm sure you get to appreciate this all the time because you're around the brother so often. Like, we love you, Rizza. Like, the fact that you're still a part of an active, uh, um, progressive, a productive part of this whole culture. Like, we're better. Hip-hop is better because you have an active voice. And I want to say that to you while we're all still here on this earth. Like, we're, we're all so lucky that you pop up and you're a part of all this, man. Like, and, and you guys must have gotten to see, I would think, firsthand, when you talk about white people and black people specifically, even though you guys have affected the whole world, for Wu-Tang, it must be particularly interesting to see this division because the gifts you've been given are so multi-ethnic. Like, right. you guys, more than maybe any rap group in history, are beloved by the most diverse audience that's ever existed. So I I'm sure that impacted the way you see the world. Yeah, it was a, it was, I th I'll never forget when the first time when I, when I noticed the audience becoming diverse, you know what I mean? And at first it puzzled me and it puzzled the crew, you know what I mean? Cause you know, when we from the hood, so we, we rocking that, rocking that hard body. And we just started seeing that the energy and, and the music was reaching multiple diverse people. And that, that's when uh, I think the first thing we did was we put the five fingers up to say the five families, the black, brown, uh, red, yellow, white, you know what I mean? And I and I, I never forget, I was like, yo, if we take that and we put it together like this, that's when it's solid. You know what I mean? Then as it went on and on and on, I just realized that, yo, that 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 that's those these hands become our wings. And that's when we develop this Wu-Tang sound when you put the two hands mm. together. Because when we all come together and have that equality, positive and negative, yo. You know what I mean? You know, in every atom, there's just a proton and an electron. But they have a distance of operation and a function that causes it to combine with other elements, right? So, 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 so everybody's not gonna always be on the same page, right? But when, but when they stay in their same position and do their same function, everything flows. When you look at light, right? Light is produced by electrons. That's all negative energy though. But they're all pushing against themselves, following one course, and thus it illuminates for us. But when you see the sunlight, that's photons. That's all positive energy, which is, of course, natural. And it's all traveling in the same form as that electric energy. So, so, so things, we, we can understand our own self, who we are, what's our position. You know what I mean? And, and uh, I think I had one of my lyrics. I said, uh, every man should have his own space. And if it's not a person that you want to embrace, he should at least give you three feet. You know what I mean? I had some rap that went with it. But the point is, yo, that we all, there's enough space here and enough of everything for every man, woman, and child to enjoy. You are, you are not like, like, like we thought we was in hell. No, you in heaven, kid. This planet Earth provides. There's not a bird that gets up in the morning that flies that don't got something to eat. It's already provided for us. So as we sit here 
and we think of capitalism, we want to capitalize and grab or, or take from each other, it's unnecessary, y'all. It's already enough here for each and every last one of us. 57 million, 255,000 square miles of land. 29 million of that land is useful. And even the unuseful 14 million miles of desert is still being used. We done built Dubai over there. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like it's, we have no limitation besides the, the allowing the, 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 I guess, allowing the evil idea to multiply. You know what I mean? So an evil idea can be considered to that of a bomb. It will explode and it will destruct things, right? But since positivity is, is, is infinite, it still has to settle. It still has to settle. Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang. That's all you can say when Mr. drops the agenda. All right, hold on. Let's, let's, get to, uh, let's get to a few uh, fun random things. First of all, this just popped into my head because I, I was reading or, or listening to something the other day about my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. And I so appalled. It's one of my favorite rap songs probably like the last huh. 15 years or something. Um, for, have you talked to Ye at all? Have you and Ye built it all? Yes, yeah, I, I seen him a couple of weeks ago. How, what, about three weeks. What kind of space does he seem to be in? He seems to be like bong bong, like perfect. He looked, I mean, he looked healthy. Oh, he's healthy, all right, from yeah. the photos we seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, whatever, whatever's keeping him that healthy, he might want to chill. <laughs> you know, I, what photo y'all got? No, right? they had some chubby photo where yeah, I don't but, know. Uh, the, the TMZ had like photos of him looking chubby. Uh, Looking like a dad. He's a dad, man. He got that dad vibe. Yeah, man. Come on, man. I'm just giving him a hard time. But he, but he seemed good. <laughs> now he seemed good. Now, I was I was I was happy to see his energy. I actually had Steve Rifkin with me, who, who uh, I think Steve had really never really met him. Like, or spent he met him, but he never spent time with him. Yeah. And as we left, even Steve was like, "Wow, man, that guy's is in a really good space." Like, like I don't know why he said I don't know what people, what people talking about about him because I mean he is who he is now, but but. But he he seems super focused on on what he's doing, and, and that's and that's and that's a blessing. I've never been convinced that Kanye West really had a problem, other than he just loves starting shit and acting <laughs> crazy. Like everybody always went with that bipolar, he's bipolar, and I was like, ah, I think he just does shit to get a reaction, and sometimes it fucks up, and sometimes it's a home. Most of the time, it's a home run. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like going to Trump's lobby up here, that was a fuck up, man. You fucked up. <laughs> Going on stage saying you would have voted yes. for Trump if you would have voted, yeah. you fucked up, bro. You playing yeah. around. You didn't know how real this was gonna yeah. get. Right, right. And now we here, and I'm sure he's like, yeah. A lot of people didn't understand. Remember when Tyson came in that day, and Mike shed tears doing our show because he had said like positive things about Trump at the beginning and didn't realize that people would take the word so seriously. Right. So I think a lot of people thought they could troll around with it. They didn't understand shit is real. How how deep it yeah, was. Yeah, because no, nobody, you know, Trump was from New York, right? Yeah. So you're thinking you thinking like I'm sure you partied with, been to a couple of parties. Trump was at. I, I, I they didn't let me in. You know, I mean, I was, <laughs> Wu Tang was banned back then. <laughs> but but I'm saying, but as a New Yorker attitude, you think that that it's that that's the limitation of it. But as time is going on, we seeing that nah, there's some other attitude that ain't New York that's there, yo. And that's what I think is coming to the surface. And I think that that you know when when you when you see some of the things that seem to be blatant disregard or disrespect to a group of people, or, uh, uh, whether it's against blacks or Latins or women or 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 even just the citizens who 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 have faith 
and 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 the growth and development of America. When you start seeing that that kind of energy is coming from the top, you know what I mean? It gets pretty uh pretty nerve wracking. And I I think look, he is the president of our country, right? When I went to London, you know, the people was like, oh man, you want to come live over here? <laughs> you know what I mean? And they they was they was you know now I'm not gonna go to London and let them badmouth my homie back in America. I'm not gonna let that happen, yo. Because at the end of the day, you badmouthing me. Even if even if I made the wrong decision, you know what I mean? You know, there's I'm not gonna at home, I could go and beef and riff and curse and whatever, but I'm not gonna take that abroad and let them be able to see, you know, see me be unpatriotic or something. I gotta deal with my my problem inside my house, you know what I mean? But they was definitely feeling uncomfortable about him as the president. And and you I think than me. I'd have let them shit all over Donald Trump. <laughs> well, Laugh with him and all that shit. What's the same what's the same thing when like when Bush was president, yo? Man, I had a dude that would that wanted to, you know, he would he would go on before me. He had a song called uh I can't curse on this. Yeah, can't go ahead. He had a song called Fuck Bush, right? And then it and then it went to call then it went to then he had Fuck America. Well, well, now right. we're going one notch too far. Right. So, exactly. So, so, so now, look, he burns a flag on a, on oh, a, he, now, he burns a flag in his show. Now, I don't notice until, like, maybe 10 shows in, I come a little early. Because right? I don't, you know what I mean? And so, and so I talk to him, and he's like, yo, nah, because George Bush did. I said, oh, listen, man, if you got a problem with Mr. Bush, that's the problem you got with a man. And that's, everybody got a problem with somebody. But you can't have a problem with my country, bro. First of all, you're drinking Coca-Cola and you're doing hip-hop. I mean, you love America, really, in all reality. So the point is that, you know, as a, I mean, as a patriot, as we, tra we travel this world as a patriot, yo. Basketball players, sport fig sports figures, actors, when we go other places, we're looked at as American. If people don't like America or don't like our president, it falls on me. Yeah. I've been in France waiting 20 minutes for some food because I was the American in the room. Um, but at the same time, though... You sure it was because you're American or you're black? Amer American, <laughs> yo, the Africans got even the African guy got his oh, food quicker. <laughs> <laughs> Ethiopian dude, it was like, yeah, man, that the guy there. <laughs> but anyway, I'm just saying, um, you know, the man, the man definitely, you know, need to, you know, take two steps back, right? If I could say something to the president, I think that our founding fathers, right? Seriously, when they got to a certain age, they come to, came to a realization. I don't think you write a constitution in your 20s and 30s. You know what I mean? 40s, 50s, and 60s, life starts setting in. And all the things you thought was real that ain't real disappear and reality sets in. And there's no 60-year-old man unless he's hardened, like the Holy Quran said, their heart has been hardened and it's sealed. If that's what the Father put on you, then that's the problem that you're going to have to face when you face that day. But if you have a, any humanity in you, and you should at that age, especially if you're 70. You know what I mean? Even at 70 years old, my pops who 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 had left me as a child and all that, we have him in the best time of our lives because he's a full developed man and we could fully talk about everything. I would ask our president that as this senior citizen, you know what I mean, to lead this country, yo, in a in a more humane way, because you are at the point in life. That that should be your natural flow, yo. It should be natural now. If it ain't that, yo, bro, it ain't like you got a lot of time to make up for mistakes. You know what I mean? And I think that 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 I, I like. I'm surprised that that potential level of life just living. You know, like think of Lincoln and and think of 
of these brothers who thought about, you know what, we should do this, we should do that, we should do this. Make it's, these changes. Make these changes. Improve society in this way. You, when you get a certain age, you got to do it. Even me, yo. I, I look at my own self as, yo, as a living example of any other man. Like, yo, I'm not no kid walking around here thinking of all the crazy things I thought of. I got to now, I'm settled into manhood. And I'm able to really discern good from evil. And I'm choosing good, yo. I'm choosing the right thing to do. Because I know that, yo, every tally is a tally. You know, I know a lot of us, you know, there's a lot of atheism going on. People don't believe they... They, they, you know, they want to put their faith in science like, 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 you know, like God don't exist. Are you foolish? You think that this perfect combination of biochemical equation of every atom that has a purpose, of every fish that knows the direction, of, of, of every bird that could fly in a flock and not bump into each other, you don't think this is a mathematical Intelligent creation. It's not no random. We didn't pop out no water from no uh, from a from no monkey. That's 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 irrational, illogical. If that would have happened to other monkeys, why they ain't figure it out? You know what I mean? So we got to realize that there's something real here, yo. You know what I mean? And, and you know you can name it what you want to name it because we got languages. You can say uno dos tres un deux trois. You could one two three. Each me son she whatever. But yo, we talking the same thing when you look at it, right? And, and that's part that man, man is walking around not bear witness to that. And that's why they do things thinking there's no repercussion to those actions, yo. But trust me, there's repercussion, bro. It's, it's sealed, though. It's sealed, brother. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway, I'm going to get... I know no, we I came here, I'm going to do this all day. Mm -hmm. No problem. And we came here to talk music, which, which is actually the best thing that brings us all together, right? Oh, I wanted to ask you, because I remember you were working on a film with Common. And Azalea Banks. Yeah. What happened with that project? I think the trailer just came out yesterday. Yeah, I've seen the trailer. Oh, really? Oh, really? So yeah. it got done. So yeah, complete. yeah, 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 yeah. It's complete. It's, it's gonna, um, uh, it's gonna come out. Yeah, I kind of hold back talking about. No, the film is great, y'all. Yeah, it's really okay. It's, it, you're gonna love it. What is it called? It's called Love Beats Rhyme. And what can you tell us what it's about? Yes. Yeah, first of all, um, it's a girl who who's trying to better herself as an MC. And ends up taking a poetry class. Jill Scott plays the poet uh, teacher. Oh, that's amazing. And uh, right. comments her husband. And what happens is that, uh, um, first thing, it's an argument. It's hip-hop poetry. And I would say that hip-hop is poetry. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And so they debate over that. And uh, oh, that's a, I, was, I thought that was like a real-life argument. I was like, people arguing over that in real life? But it's in the movie. It's in oh, the movie, movie, yeah. Continue. It's in the movie. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and, and, do, and during that debate, uh, the lead character played by Azalea Banks, her name is Coco, she, uh, she kind of discovers that balance, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, and, and she finds something else better on the way. So this is coming to theaters? Yeah, his, I think his theaters, maybe going to do limited theaters in December and then move on from there. Nice. I did, were you taking a pause to say you don't want to talk about the drama between Azalea Banks and all of that thing? Yeah, that, I, I want to talk about that. that. Yeah, I want to go. With black, did that get? Out, but you could give us a thumbs up. It got ironed out. Everybody went back to their corners and it's smooth. <laughs> yeah, it feels smooth to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's smooth because he's removed from it. So it's <laughs> totally. Hey, I, I believe me. I, I understand better than you know. Um, you know, I, I'm gonna tell y'all boys something now that I'm here. What will happen? Yo, this is the honest, honest, supreme truth, of course. But the reason why I'm the director of that film, yeah, I get I to choose who you, I want. You asked me to, you asked me to try out. I took a whole yeah. little trial for it. Hey, yo, the reason why I gave her the part 
It's because of y'all interview, y'all. Right I here. know. We know. You, you, man. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> no, seriously. No, she's. And by the way, Azalea Banks is supremely talented. Yep. Yeah. No, that talented. is never, never ever in question. Uh, the audience has to know. Yep. That when it comes to music, and and coming up with ideas and melody. Creative expression, bars, rhymes, bars, and and all of it. And acting too. As an actress, she showed up every day, got into position, and delivered. Did that work? And there was one point where she had to, like, we had to do the scene three ways. And so she had to cry. Let's try it crying. Boom, she cried. Okay, let's go angry. Rip, rip his eyes out. Boop, she went. I was like, oh, this girl's good. Even the studio execs was like, wow, she's good. You know what I mean? So she has a natural. Well, you've ability. dealt with crazy before. <laughs> I'm not going to mention. I ain't going. No, say. not specifically with that. But I'm saying in <laughs> in creating artists, yeah, right? You've dealt yeah. with people who had ODB. He yeah. had something special, yeah. but he had something special. In fact, watching watching the interview you guys had with her, for me to be honest, it reminded me of ODB. The the candidness of her speaking, the 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 passion of how she felt about black culture, and uh and how she felt it was being kind of culture vultured, as Dame Dash would say, right? Yeah. It was being vultured away. Uh, um, it, 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 that's something that Dirty will always say. He always had that feeling about, like, he felt like that, that you know, like, it's, it's, it's good, but it's, it's good, but it ain't all good. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, yeah, you see me do that? You can do that too, but don't now you do it. I can't do it no more. Mm. And, and I think... Or don't act like I didn't do it first. Oh, even better, right? And that kind of energy, she she was expressing that, and I was like, wow. Coming from a female, I was actually impressed by it, and they kind of I had a little nostalgic ODB feeling for her, you know what I mean? And um, and so when they when it came time to cast it, I fought the studio like, yo, I, nah, this is the girl. And she you know what? In all reality, she was the girl. She did the job exactly what we needed for the film. I I made the right decision. However, going to the party after All right. yeah, no. was probably well, you know, not listen, what we should. Based on what we heard, it didn't go. Probably should have just left it on it. Well, yo, yo, pick up that new Wu-Tang. The saga continues. Available. Rosenberg, Lord Styles forward. I mean, we don't get a lot of time with the Risen. It's always good, and there's always stories. But which I want to do? Well, we just, we, I, the other day I sat down with Master Killer, who has a new album out as well, by the way. So make sure you go cop that new loyalty Master Killer. Loyalty is royalty. Loyalty is royalty. And, um... I was asking him about dirty stories, uh, old old dirty bastard, and, and Rizzo, you always seem to mention him. I'll ask this to both of you guys: How often do you think of Dirt Dog? And when you do think about him, what what are the most common things that you think about with regard to Old Dirty? Um, I think about Old Dirty a lot. It's like you know, I, I have a son named Aesong, you know, and it's like he was born right after Old Dirty passed. Um. And yeah, it's like dirty. I mean, it's it's a lot of stories you could tell about dirty, and and it's like one thing about him, like certain stories I keep reserved because maybe they a little bit too over the top, but maybe they not because if he was here, he he wouldn't care. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, yeah, I know, I know. You no, 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 you, no. But like you said mathematics. You named your son a song, so that's every day that that his 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 his, his energy is being invoked, and and for me, dirty pops up in my dreams. With 40 ounces. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I wake up happy, you know? You know what I mean? So I think of him, I mean, that dude was like right here with me, like my arm almost, you know what I mean? So so I'm constantly thinking about him, you know what I mean? And constantly striving to, you know, make sure that that energy of his exists 
to not just uh, for for my sake, but also for his family's sake. He has a son right now. Uh, two of his sons actually. Um, I don't want to take like a marriage. Sometimes, sometimes you say things, you you get you fuck your marriage up, right? But no, but they was in a situation. Yo, I got them apartment in Miami now, and one had problems with the with the old earth. Now they both together from two different old earths. They live in and they making music right now, mm. and you know just. You know, my aunt just hit me up. It's like, you know, I was like, oh, don't worry, auntie. Bung, bung. You know what I mean? Because, um, you know, Aeson, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, like we said, that was, you know, it was, it was, he was, he was our heart. He was almost like the soul of the world. That's, like, I feel that I mean? he was the soul. And, and that's what, I wonder how different the course, and everything's been wonderful. The run has been great for everyone. As Master Killer said in the interview the other day, everyone who's immediately involved with Wu-Tang never had to work again. Everyone's done well. But how different do you think the course of Wu-Tang would have been had Old Dirty lived? Wow. I, th I think it would have multiplied more, but I also think that the space that some other artists occupied wouldn't be able to be occupied because he oh, was... Sure. Yeah, he would have, he you know, he was the type of energy that kept a lot of, lot of that out of it, out of hip-hop, you know what I mean? I mean, Dirty was the dude that would go on stage and take your mic... Yeah, Sean Colvin. Yo, was, was, <laughs> this, yo, because he was he was a purist, and you know some like some of us are, some people were tolerant. Like I me, mean, I could tolerate. You know, what I mean that, that that could be one of my weaknesses that I'm, I may I may turn that other cheek. You know, man, uh, he ain't turning the other cheek. Yo, it's like no need to. That was done by two thousand years ago by that brother. So so his energy would have definitely probably had wool. You know, what I mean. Economically, ten times, twenty times, where we at? Were, were you it's, there? Were you there the day he went on stage at the Grammys? Um, were you sitting in the crowd? I wasn't. Nah, nah. I, I, I ain't go. Now you talking Wu Tang for the kids? Yeah, Wu Tang's for the nah, children. I didn't Wu go. For the children. Were you I watching? Think, I was watching. Yeah. And what are your thoughts when you see huh? that? Look, I look. I told Dirt. they laughed. You know, of course I laughed. Yeah, laughed. I bust. Yeah, I told Dirt. Because look, there's a whole story behind that. The American Music Awards, Music Awards. We all went there dressed in Wu wear. While everybody else had on tuxedos, right? And we lost. Mm -hmm. and, and we like, how did we lose the, I think, was it Bone Thug that year? You're like, yo, you stupid. Right? You know, I think, I think at the time I was like, come on, man, they ain't gonna give it to us. We the real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they use us to validate niggas, man. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Nah, we shouldn't have wore this. Woo, we should have came like, look at these people. Like, you know, everybody was like, we all had a reason why it didn't work for us, right? Um, and then Dirt was like, Ah, uh, yeah, I see. They want they want me to kind of like clean it up a little bit. Ah, right, I'm gonna clean it up. You know what I mean? So he, he went and cleaned it up. <laughs> Got the touch. And, and, yo, and still didn't win. He's like, man, you crazy. <laughs> As if once he got the tux, the win would just. Yeah. It's like, like once he turned the cheek, it thinks, nah, he, nah, he wasn't so. Nah, son, give me the microphone. Yeah, man. Man. Fuck out of here. Yeah, man, you crazy. I'm gonna let you, that was the original, I'm gonna let you finish. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, people, it's funny, it's just how social media has changed. So people think what Kanye did to Taylor Swift was crazy, because it was, and we live in the social media era. But. At least Taylor Swift and Kanye, like there was some relation in terms of young art. Sean Colvin to Old Dirty Bastard. <laughs> they it, had no there's relationship. There's nothing related. Like it, it was, if social media existed then, it would have been the biggest thing that had ever happened. Right. And by the way, the, the, the level of entertainment, if there was social media, watching the news come after Old oh. Dirty Bastard for snatching a microphone for somebody. Oh, man. ODB would have had a field day with that. Oh, man. Field day. He would have been around on social media right now, Twitter and all that. Oh, 
old. Imagine what Old Dirty's Twitter account would have looked like. Like the random all caps, one lines that would have been. I'm the one man, all the A-song. Yo, Rizzo Mathematics, pick up that new Wu-Tang. The saga continues. Always great to see you, brothers, man. And, and you know what I'm saying? It's love, and thank you for the wisdom today, too. Yo, give it up one time, man. Wu-Tang.